can you believe that it has already been a month since we have done a live monthly recap? Oh my gosh. Talk about some real life. I'm going to totally get into it this month. What do you think? Do you think I reached my goals in February? It might surprise you. I'm super excited to bring you all of the juicy details from motherhood, my house, my marriage, and my business. What it looked like behind the scenes of Lil all me chasing my dreams and all the things that I feel like I was called to do and every single one of those four pillars of my life and whether or not I felt like I was being pulled in all directions or not. How about we dive in and talk about it? Go ahead and press play on today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. just want to say that I am so excited that I started these monthly real life recaps on the podcast. And I've been looking forward to it uh, to get in here and really just open up (laughs) my dirty laundry, air my dirty laundry. I don't really have dirty laundry. Well, actually I do. Uh, Blaine's basket of laundry is still sitting here, friends. If you listen to every podcast episode, you will hear in the last one me talk about how it has become a table for my laptop when I do my recording. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there. I'm gonna actually talk about that today. And really, the point of the point of these podcast episodes, uh, these monthly real life recaps, is to be real with you. It's to show you what it looks like behind the scenes of someone that has been called to be the cheerleader, to be the mentor, to be the coach, to be um, in this world of really saying, hey, I, all my life, all I have wanted to do was fulfill these specific priorities and to do them at my very best and to not get lost in motherhood in the process, right? Um, And you guys, y'all know my journey through that. And so it's to really show you what it looks like as the person who's developed systems in order to make that happen, right? That is what I truly believe is the tickets to your success is these specific set of systems that I use that I teach inside of the academy that women are getting massive results from. It's really cool to see it replicated in other women's lives and to see the massive change that women are experiencing in their families and their businesses just with inside of themselves and in their homes. But sometimes it's really hard when you look at someone's Instagram feed and you see their, well, there's not a whole lot to speak of on my Instagram feed because you guys know that is like, you know, it's not my, it's not my, it's not my first place of really pouring my heart and soul out. Um, 
So if you need permission from anyone, you can get it for me that you don't have to be all up in that biz 24 seven, unless it's your thing. Um, but you know, like looking at my life through my stories, which I try and be super real there. Um, and then obviously I'm really candid and open on the podcast and the Facebook, but you know, we only get a glimpse of people's lives and I love over the past year and a half, you know, I've grown incredibly close to my coach and mentor and a lot of other women that I have looked up to have now become my peers and what a cool process to actually see what happens in these people's lives and realize that we're all the same. We really all are the same and I want to open up to you about what it's like to reach my goals and did I reach them in February. <laughs> and so here's the fun thing about this. I keep all of my notes from the month prior in the notes when I sit down to do this month so I can kind of compare why things went the way that they did. And so this has been a really fun process for me. Um, just sitting down, being that this is the second month that I am formally doing this with you to compare my notes and see what did last month look like. And what does this month look like? So did I reach my goals? Let's just, let's just start there. I'm going to give that a big fat five, a thumb up and a thumb down, a yes and a no. I have really mixed feelings about this. I am very, very, very serious, critical, serious, serious Sally. I've given myself the nickname of serious Sally and my friends that are closest to me always give me a big poo-poo because I tend to not celebrate enough. I do in my own way. I just am pretty quiet about it. And so I initially just wanted to be like, no, February, you were stinky and there were no goals met. But that is not the truth at all. There were a lot of incredible things that happened in February. And so I'm going to give credit where credit is due. But um, it wasn't a month where everything came out with eights, nines, or tens on the one to 10 scale for sure. So let's dive into this. I want to talk to you guys about what happened in my motherhood, in my house, in my marriage, and in my business. Those are the four categories that I'm going to really dissect and dive into. That's what I teach inside of the academy. They are the four pillars for most of us work from home moms. It's where we really want to do our best work. And so those are the areas that I decided to, um, and tackle in these monthly episodes. But when we look at why these things are or aren't working, we have to assess them based on three specific criteria. One are the way we manage our time, right? Our time blocking, then our fundamental needs and our routines. And so when I sit down and I talk about why these things did and didn't work, I'm always looking at not the emotional part of it, but the actual tangible, measurable reasons behind. Like, what is the data? What actions did I choose to do versus what actions did I not choose to do? Instead of getting down on myself and realizing, and it, well, and for you to realize, right, that you have all the powers to collect this data in your own life too. I have an amazing podcast episode that goes all over how I stopped making emotional decisions in my life and started making data-driven decisions instead. And this is precisely the process that I go through to be able to evaluate things. And I'm going to bear all of it. I suffered for like two weeks out of this month where I was super emotional. 
I was not making data-driven decisions. I got really um, sucked into the trap that we can all fall into. And it all comes back to my routines, um, how I was managing my time. Um, And let's get into the nitty-gritty of what this really looked like. So I will say in my motherhood last month, I talked about having all of this guilt and I was swinging super far left on the pendulum for being frustrated. I had kids sick, yada, yada, yada. And I really wanted to make sure that I was giving my kids what they needed so that I felt like that voice, you know, the voice, (laughs) it's the mom guilt voice. It's the, it's that voice that really makes us feel like we're being pulled in that direction was comforted you know, that I was comforted in, in really giving my all in my motherhood. And so I put a decent amount of energy in there. I didn't want to overcompensate because I didn't want to swing all the way over to the other side of the pendulum and make emotional decisions and do actions based on emotions. I wanted to do this based off of data. And so in my motherhood, I give myself a lot of thumbs up. Like, yeah, I totally met my goals in motherhood this month. I've been connecting with Frankie in ways that I really want to be and same with Bailey May. We made some adjustments in our routines with her where she's no longer napping um, because getting her to actually be still long enough to fall asleep, even though her eyes are rolling back into her head, which, you know, it's just like the most frustrating thing. It's like, I literally can see that you're tired and you won't stop shaking your knee. And then you stop shaking your knee because I gently touch it. And then you start flicking your fingers as hard as you can. And then if I just like gently put pressure on your hands and your legs, and then you close your eyes, they pop back open and your mouth starts running. And it's like this marathon around her body on how she can not fall asleep. And I was losing my mind. So we made some adjustments there. She's no longer taking naps. Um, she's getting 12 to 13 hours of sleep at night. She sleeps from 6.30 to 6.30. Uh, sometimes it's like 6 to 6. Sometimes it's a little less than that. Sometimes a little bit more. And that makes it to where when she goes to bed at night, she is out in T minus 12 seconds. And I really gets to pour into her in the evenings. There's so much more peace there. Um, so that is awesome. <laughs> And I'm spending intentional time with both of my girls during the day. I'm allowing them to cook more. I've continued this practice of really trying to be gentle and patient. Um, And I just feel really good in the motherhood category. I looked at the things that I didn't feel great about, and I made a conscious effort to address them swiftly this month. Now, let's talk about my house. Last month, my notes say it's been a wreck. (laughs) Talk about where my systems broke down and that my zone cleaning held strong, that I had outsourced meal planning and cooking to my husband about 50% of the time. That was for January. February was just another extension of that, I would say. Um, It's been, my house is not a mess, right? But I just feel like I've been chasing it. Like most of you feel like all the time and it's because we have not. So when we look at this, let me take you through this process so you know, this is how you do this. If you look back at your week or your month or your day and you are saying, I'm failing in my house, a lot of you get overwhelmed and pressured. Well, why? Look at your routines, look at your time blocking, look at your fundamental needs. Where did I fail in that area? Fundamental needs of cleaning. Didn't get it on the calendar. If it wasn't on the calendar, we ignored it. 
terrible. We were absolutely terrible this month. Um, our routines, my tidy routines. So inside of the academy, I teach women what a tidy routine is and when to strategically place it into their day so that at the end of the day, it doesn't look like a bomb went off in their house. And my kids are really well trained. So am I. And so is Blaine. I'd say that myself, uh, I don't want to say I come in last because the kids are kids, right? Um, but I'm like right up there with the kids <laughs> sometimes. Like this morning I woke up and I had three pairs of shoes sitting in my bedroom floor instead of in their shoe holder. And I was like, Chelsea, what is wrong with you? So I did a, a, a real quick tidy and put things away. But I, that has been like that all around the house. And there's some pros and cons to why this is happening. And I'm going to break this down. But so I, I definitely know that that tidy, those tidy cues, I've been ignoring, I've been putting them off, I've not been doing them. And so my house hasn't been tidy, like it normally is. We have an insanely pared down, I like to say that because, um, you know, are we like super minimal? No, we're not super minimal but way more than most families. We have a lot less than most families. We've purged time and time and time again, and we are moderately, relatively, mostly organized in our entire house. And so our house doesn't have a tendency to get horrific. I'm talking like we've had dishes in the sink more mornings than not. So that routine where I've taught you on the podcast do not, do not start your day with dishes in the sink, right? Like your dishwasher needs to be in a space before you start your day where it's ready to be loaded. We have failed at that a few times. And so this has left Blaine and I both feeling like our house is a mess. And that is what makes us feel like we're being pulled in that direction because it is demanding our attention instead of us managing it, right? It's managing us instead of me establishing the system, which it's been established, and then following through with it and doing it. And this this can be the problem. And I've heard so many of you say this is the problem. This is what we work on so much inside of the Facebook group, inside of the academy, is how do we actually make these things happen? Well, when I sit down and I look at, I look at why these things didn't happen, why didn't Blaine and I do all of these specific things, there was a direct correlation between what I was what I was telling myself in my mind and what was actually happening. And I do want to say that part of this is a good thing. Part of this is a very good thing. And so what I was doing a lot of those times was I was letting it go. I truly was like, it's okay. And I knew that I was serving at my best capacity in other ways in my marriage and with my kids and I let the house go. I told myself it was okay. Now, it got to the point where one day specifically, I told Blaine, hey, I've done all of these dishes, everything's locked and loaded and ready to go, except for this really nice, neat pile of dishes that can't go in the dishwasher. It's the hand wash dishes, right? And I asked him, hey, can you do it before you go to work tomorrow? And he said, yes, he didn't do it. I left them there. The next day, I had work to do, I couldn't make it happen and I felt pressured to, but I said, no, I'm just not going to do it. Not out of spite, but realistically, just because I honored 
another part of myself instead of doing those hand wash dishes. And there was no tension between us because of it. He came home, the dishes were still there, not a big deal. And I said, hey, look, I can help you do these this evening, you know, and I'm just not going to do them today. And so we've been communicating about those things. And we've been in a place where we've been really patient and really gentle with each other when it comes to the housework. And it's something that we both just said, hey, we need to get back to ground zero on this. And we know what that means. The system is established. And for those of you that don't have those systems and you are struggling and it is a point of tension between you and your kids and you and your spouse, you are a perfect candidate for the academy, 100% a perfect candidate to get these systems that I use in place so that when you do have moments, when you do have seasons, maybe the season is a day or two or a week guys, I had my period and it was absolutely atrocious. Like it was just a hard week. It was a hard week. I didn't feel great. Um, and I just really honored it. I didn't push myself harder than I needed to be pushed. And we know exactly how to get back on our feet, but realistically, I just didn't keep up with my goals. My goal is to keep my zones always at ground zero where week one we clean zone one week two we clean zone two etc 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 every day we keep up keep up on our tidy zones eight nine or ten times out of ten that is the goal and we didn't I'd say maybe four or five out of every ten times we did and for me (laughs) critical Chelsea and serious serious Sally over here that's like a failing grade right and so that's why I'm like okay There are some good things that I can pull out of that, but next month definitely, definitely, definitely needs to be better. I will say, though, that I did still pour into my home in a couple ways. I really focused on my simple Thieves cleaning products. No, I don't sell oils, but I have an incredible lady that I use. Um, I love her stuff, and I... I have two cleaning products for like my entire house. Well, I have a third, which is my window cleaner, but it's all made out of the same concentrate. And that has helped me tremendously to keep things clean. So even though we've had some dirty dishes, my countertops and my surfaces have been cleaned and have been disinfected. I took my spray and I sprayed all of the surfaces, all of the light switches. I've kept my floors vacuumed. Things like that have happened, right? And so I'm giving myself credit where it's due. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about my marriage and then I'm going to talk about my business. You know, I always aimed to preserve the privacy of me and my children and my marriage, my family, all of it. But I also feel extremely called to share the systems that Blaine and I use and the marriage that we have. I knew from a very young age and when I got married to Blaine that there was going to be a time and a place in our lives for us to be able to mentor other couples just by sharing our story, just by sharing what we do. And it was this month, there were hard days. There were really hard days for us where his, where we just weren't yoked, where his priorities fell out of alignment with what we believe they should be as um, a biblical couple. And it was challenging, to say the least. Um, There's nothing more special than being completely yoked 
with your spouse and knowing that you're on the same page. And it is impossible for that to continue every single day of every single week of every single month of every single year, right? Um, and, And this month was one of those months where Blaine just had some things going on in his personal life that really distracted him from being the best husband that he could be. And when that happens, I get really distracted and it makes it hard for me to be the best wife that I can be, you know? Um, and so we've worked really hard. We have incredible resources that we use. Um, it's called Exo Marriage and um, it is biblical based. It's a Christian resource, uh, but there's there's great stuff in there. Even if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're not like hardcore Christians, I still, if you're looking to enhance your marriage or, or save your marriage or grow your marriage in any way, shape or form, look up Jimmy Evans, Jimmy and Karen Evans of Marriage Today. They just rebranded to XO Marriage. They have some amazing resources. We just use like free videos. We signed up on their email list and they send out videos, portions of videos, but they're still like full 15, 20 minute videos on specific topics in your marriage. And we listened to a communication one this week and we sat down and we really had some hard conversations. I poured my heart out. He expressed his disappointment, his frustrations, and we worked through some hard things together um, in, in focusing on, hey, what are my needs and how can you prioritize them and vice versa. So, um, you know, being able to focus on that together is ideal, but it also means that that was a big reason why we weren't able to come together and focus on diving in and keeping our house clean the way that we want to, the way that we normally do. We weren't working together as a team in the best way possible, and it affected every area of our life. It affected the way that we parented. It affected the way that we showed up in our jobs. It affected the way that we showed up in our houses and our businesses everywhere. And so we, Blaine and I really believe that, you know, that's that is the tickets to all of our success in everything that we do. It all hinges upon how well he and I are working together. So I am a stickler when it comes to not letting many minutes, let alone days, <laughs> go by. It never goes more than than days, right? Because I am like, there's an issue we're out of alignment. We need to talk about this. We need to fix it. And he typically needs more time than me. And I've learned to be patient in that. Um, but you know, once, once we figure out this is the issue, this is how we can fix it. Let's get a plan in place. Cause it's totally me. We roll up our sleeves, we dive in and we work on it. And then we can see the well-oiled machine coming back together. And that's really what it's been like for us. Um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be open and honest with you here listening to this podcast and knowing the inner workings and struggles and triumphs in our marriage. And, um, and I hope that you know that there are resources if you're struggling and that there's hope even in those hard times. And, um, what a beautiful experience that, you know, Blaine and I use, use our passion for fun to light us up and so the routines when I when we sit down and we look at right like this gauge what routines what time blocking what fundamental needs weren't happening 
what really kept us together through that hard time was the fact that we did maintain our date night and our routine that I think was lacking that caused that to happen was our morning routine. We've been staying up too late and sleeping in. And so we've missed our own private focus on ourselves and our Bible studies have been just haphazard lately. We've been rushed in the mornings and that has started us off on the wrong foot many times in February. And it's something that we both recognize was probably the reason why it got really hard for him and I because we didn't have that foundation every single day that we needed the way that we needed it. So we talked about what that needs to look like and what those changes um, needs to be for March. So um, let's talk about business because uh, business is is a fun one, right? So this is interesting too. I, um, I'm going to give it like a 50-50 again. Um, I don't it's it's so hard for me not to be like I totally it was a terrible month it wasn't a terrible month like come on Charles like it was not a terrible month um I just I struggled and here's why so what routines was I let me just say this did I reach my business goals in February no not all of them I did not some of them I did but no I didn't um and why? Well, <laughs> how do we vet this? Our routines, our time management, right? Our time blocking and based on our fundamental needs. So my one of my fundamental needs is personal time, which in that personal time, that is where I work on my business. Okay. Um, and I've had that for the most part. I have noticed that there have been a lot of work blocks that I have not shown up to time on time for which is like my number one rule. I have not done my sensory sensory routine. And why have I not been doing my sensory routine before I start my work block? Because my house hasn't been on point. And I do my very best work in a clean home. And so you can see how all of these fundamental needs are truly tied together. And when you tip one domino, it starts tink, 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 tipping every other domino. And this is why it's so important to not make emotional decisions. This is data. This is proven. This literally can change by you making a few tweaks to your fundamental needs, to how you're managing your time, and being really serious about it, showing up for you. Now, am I really serious? Do I show up for me? Absolutely. But there's been a few things that I've needed to accomplish inside of my business literal tasks that are scaring the pants off of me that make me nervous that make me scared like I'm fearful of what happens when I do it it's complicated work it's work that opens me up for potential failure and that got the best of me this month normally I'm like on it But there were two weeks out of this month where I sat paralyzed. And did I push workout? Yes, but I didn't like make headway. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, how have you had so much growth in such a short amount of time? Well, I pushed through fears 
Even when I wanted to poop my pants and pee my pants and throw up all at the same time, I got over it and I did it anyway. And I literally did not even listen to it. I just did it. And I honestly will say, I I vividly remember over the year, last year in 2020, key points where that happened. And I was like, just do it anyway. And this month, for the first time ever, I sat in it. I was like, oh, whatever. It's fine. Like, I'll just find something else to do. And I didn't vocally say that to myself, but I could see myself skirting around certain things because I knew that it, it was like, <laughs> Blaine's favorite thing to say is, Chelsea, if it were easy, what would it look like? That's what he asks me all the time. Chelsea, if this was easy, what would it look like? So I tell him, and he's like, okay, we'll just start with the very first step. And I'm like, but you don't understand that very first step feels like a jump off of a 30 foot cliff where I'm just like sitting here with my feet dangling with all the butterflies. Have you guys ever gone cliff jumping? If you haven't, you probably should. Cause it's so exhilarating. I've, it's like so fun. Um, you know, if you stand there at the edge of the cliff before you jump for too long, you like will psych yourself out. And that's what I did. I literally immobilized myself by sitting in it instead of just acting, just getting to work and doing the thing. And yeah, like major problem, major problem. <laughs> so a lot of the headway that I should have, could have made this month, I didn't make. But on the upside, Loads of new members inside of the academy, which is awesome. Super, super excited about that. New women joining every single week. You need to be one of them. I know there are so many of you listening right now that raised your hands to say, I want inside of the academy. You need to do it now. Do not wait. Do not wait. You are going to look back in six weeks from now and think, shoot, you could in six weeks from now be on the other side. You could have a complete workflow. You can have your time blocks solidified. You could be starting on organizing your entire home, literally showing up to group calls with me every single week, me helping you with all of it. Like, I wish I could just show you guys so, so much. Like, oh my gosh, let me just read this to you. One of the members inside of the academy just left me this message that says, Here's an update on my progress. I'm still in module three and I've been sitting in this for a bit, but let me tell you all the things I've picked up and established and have been totally giving me life. Chelsea, we now have been cooking dinner and eating at 5.30 or earlier as a family for the past two weeks. And if nothing else even changes or ever has changed, this alone is worth the money put towards the academy. I mean, I knew my kids were hilarious, but man, we have so much fun at the table. Something about being there earlier in the evening has helped all of our moods when eating together. But of course, there's so much more. The rooms I have tackled are making me so happy. I've got lots more of the house to go, but still smiling with what I've accomplished so far. Here's another awesome change. My blocks are getting more and more steady. My kids are older. So in order for me to get eight hours of sleep, I decided to give everyone downtime, a cutoff at 8 p.m. That means we all say goodnight, goes, boys go in, take a shower, hang out in their rooms until nine. Mom and dad get wonderful calm down time before bed. It's huge. I have so much more to learn and implement, but just want to say thank you again to everyone here and our awesome lady, Chelsea. My family might not know you, but they thank you all the same. Mm. 
That is what happens when you dedicate yourself to implementing systems in your life that are proven to work. That's just one of the many, many, many incredible stories and outcomes that have happened from the women inside. And I want you to be one of them. All of this that I sit here and I talk about with you in my life, this ability to make data-driven decisions, it's because I have systems in place. It's because I'm able to measure what actions I'm doing, what tasks work, what routines are helpful. I have this all down pat. It doesn't have to be this scary, overwhelming, constantly feeling depleted, pulled in all directions, and never feel like you're giving your best self to anyone or anything. Now, (laughs) what am I going to do to make March better? What? And here's the other thing that I always like to talk about. What did I have to let go of to make room for what came my way this month? Well, I think we pretty much talked about that, right? Um, In order for me and Blaine's to really get back on track and focus, I had to give up a little bit in my house. And um, overall, what I walked away from this month was an enormous amount of peace. And so I will say, did I reach my goal for February? I would say no, that February wasn't one of those months. But even though, and even throughout, I have so much peace. So much peace, so much calm. I feel and I know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I've given myself grace and patience. And I know that, okay, month two, you were good. You taught me some things. And that's great. I don't need to spiral out of control. I don't need to change a bunch of things in my business. I don't need to be frustrated and quit and give up certain things because, oh, I'm the mom that can't keep up with her house while I'm running a business. Oh, I guess I can't have a business because... That means that me and my husband aren't going to be on perfect terms all the time. Oh, well, he's frustrated at me because I was at my wits end because I was frustrated about these things. And so I guess I can't handle it all. So that means I guess I'm just, I can't do it all. So I'm a failure. No, I never thought that one time (laughs) because I knew, I knew there is a proven way for all of this to happen and to happen well without sacrificing in any one area, I just didn't show up for it. I didn't do it. And that's okay. Grace goes a long way. Grace goes a long way in education and commitment, hard work, dedication. Those things are amazing. There's a few skills that you can learn to revolutionize the way that you are doing life as a mom that's trying to develop her skills and her passions as a wife and a modern homemaker. I really, really, really hope that you don't sit on the decision to join into the academy any longer that you dive in. You can go to Chelsea Joe backslash academy to sign up. And I am really excited to come back here in March with rave reviews about how incredible the month was, even though March has family coming in from out of town, a birthday and spring break, plus the most incredible weather in Arizona is, I think, in the month of March. Absolutely phenomenal. We're going to want to be outside playing 24-7 and it is going to be a huge distraction for me. So I'm already looking at how to navigate all those things. Oh, and multiple sports for my oldest daughter, which is new territory for us. 
but with us tackling homeschool, uh, she needs the socialization more than ever right now. And she has made that very clear. So we are doing what we can to make this happen for her. And <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to come back here and tell you what March is like. Look forward to it. The last Friday of every month, I will bring these episodes to you. And as always, it is so fun hanging out with you here with my husband's laundry behind my mic. And until next time, I will see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.